welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 323rd time on this Friday, February 10th, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode as the dinner bell rings. There's three basic needs for life. Food, water, and shelter. In Chesterfield Township, Michigan, one kid ordered a lot of one of them. Here's what happened. This kid's name is Mason, and he probably was bored one day, so he asks his dad if he could play games on his phone. All seemed well, the kid was happy, and it was almost bedtime, so what could be the harm, right? It's easy to wonder until you're left with thousands of dollars worth of food on your doorstep. Turns out this kid has quite the palate, or at least a more expensive one than most. He ordered jumbo shrimp, some salads, shawarma, pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, and several other items. I bet those drivers were very thankful for this situation because the more you order, the more they get paid. In fact, Grubhub has reached out to the family with a gift card in the amount of $1,000 to cover their expense for their son's spending spree, and they're also thinking through an online ad campaign featuring Mason and his parents. So, I mean, it's not all bad. Sure, you're out a big chunk of change, but after you do this ad campaign, you stand a chance of making that money back and then some. The kid's dad, Keith, said that most of the food went into the family fridge, and he invited some neighbors over to eat some of the stuff his son bought. Hey, how's that for a you-don't-have-to-cook-dinner-tonight, huh? Hey, I know this seems strange, and I know I wouldn't normally have a party at this time of year, but my kid ordered a bunch of food on my phone when I wasn't looking, so I don't really have a choice. I hope you're hungry. It might actually have been a blessing in disguise if you look at it that way. No fussing over what you want for supper because Keith's kid has you covered. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You. The coffee that will put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. One thing that I think is safe to say is that we've all struggled with fear at some point in our life. This one emotion can be used against us by Satan. This one emotion can get out of control, and it can put us in some pretty bad spots. It can put us in... Spots of doubt. It can put us in spots of struggle. It can put us in spots of 
even fear. Sometimes you can be scared of being scared of things. Let's take a look at this word fear here for a second. The word fear means an unpleasant emotion that's caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, or the likelihood of something unwelcoming happening. Fear is an emotion that we all have to deal with. Fear is an emotion that has been with mankind since the beginning of time. Sometimes it's a healthy fear, but other times Satan can use that fear to get your mind out of control. And I know that because I've been there. And it's easy. It's very easy to get into those snares of fear whenever you have something big coming up, whether that's a doctor's visit, whether that's a driving exam, whether that's a first date. It's really easy to get into those spots of what could go wrong. What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? Oh, no, this is definitely going to go wrong. I just know it. That's how I get sometimes. That's how my mind works sometimes when the devil comes against me. But the thing of it is, we have to remember this verse. We have to remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That spirit of fear, that spirit of overwhelming dread and anxiety doesn't come from God. He gives you a spirit of love and of power, and of a sound mind. He gives you peace on the inside. Satan tries to counteract that, and he tries to tell you everything that's going to go wrong, and how you're going to mess it up, and how you're not good enough, and how it's not worth it. You should just fold up and quit. But God tells you to keep going. Because, friend, he hasn't brought you this far to see you quit now. And it's in those moments when that fear and anxiety comes to overwhelm us, that's when we should trust God the most. That's when we should cling to the foot of the cross because we know that the Savior cares. We know that the Father has a plan. We know that the Father has called us to do great things in His name. We know that the Father has made us for a purpose. And that means that the devil has no power over us. That means that we don't have to listen to his lies. So, friend, don't cave into the spirit of fear. Because it doesn't come from God. Sometimes the Internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is not said by an introvert. The first response to the hashtag not said by an introvert is I'd rather call than text. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not introverted, but with this, I'm sort of on the fence because think about it. They might be in the middle of something really important and whoever it is would have to drop everything they're doing and answer. And that's when you call them, but here's what happens when you text. They can get to it when they have time. No rush. The notification will be there when they have time. But if you're calling, all they have is from the time that ringer starts ringing to the time the ringer stops ringing. And then it sends to voicemail and they'll have to call you back. And then by the time they call you back, they could forget and you'll be in the middle of something like you could be in the middle of eating dinner with your family and they call you back and you won't have time to answer. And it's just... If you text, they can get to it whenever they get to it. If it's not urgent, text them. If it's urgent, call. That's my rule. 
Oh, yeah, sure. The nightly conversations with your mom or dad back home, that probably shouldn't be forgotten because your mom and dad, they're nice people, and I can bet they want to hear from you. So do that whenever you can. The next response to the hashtag not said by an introvert is the more the merrier. Everybody has those moments. I mean, sometimes you just want to stay home and watch Dawson's Creek in your pajamas. Or, hang on, is that just me? The next response is, I'd rather tell you in person. Now, you see, this is what I would rather do. I would rather see someone face to face because I honestly like hanging out with people. I like seeing people. I like socializing in the normal, conventional way. But it's different now. Because, you know, with COVID and everything that's happened, we have the option of online meetings like Zoom. And some people prefer that. And I can see why, because it's like you're in person, but you're not actually in person. It's kind of cool, isn't it? And the last response to the hashtag not said by an introvert is just come over. No need to call first. Even if you are an extrovert, I'd say this is a good practice to follow because, well, you don't want to be surprised by somebody just showing up at your house. Unless you know the person really well, this is what I say. Always make sure you call first because you don't want any surprises. Let's say your neighbor, I don't know, let's call him Gary. Let's say Gary wants to have a barbecue, but he doesn't want to host it. He knows the next best cook in the neighborhood is you, so he volunteers you in his own mind to do the barbecue. But if you don't know about the barbecue and he comes over to your house all dressed up and ready for a party, you're just standing there with a confused look on your face and your pajamas in your hands. All you want is to take a shower and go to bed, and all Gary wants is burgers. That's what happens when you don't call. Preparedness is key. Remember that. Speaking of food, what about hot wings? I don't know about you, but they're my favorite food if I had to pick one. And apparently, I'm not the only one. I remember back in middle school, they had this a la carte line with wings on it every day. And I was the first in line most of the time. A love of wings has got to be the only explanation for what I'm about to tell you. Because in Chicago, a food service director for one of the schools in the Harvey School District ordered 1,600 cases of wings during COVID from July 2020 to February of last year. Now, you might not think that's such a bad idea because kids eat a lot and there's a bunch of people to feed every day at a school like that, but the script gets turned upside down when the food doesn't make it into the kids' stomachs. It was taken away in a cargo van. The school didn't think much of it until they got to looking at their books, and they were $300,000 over budget for food, and they were only halfway through the school year at that point. So this was a big problem. And as you can expect, the woman went to jail in Cook County, and she has a good reason for being there, because she stole somewhere between three and five million wings. I would wonder why this is happening, why one person took that many wings, but, I mean, it is near the end of the NFL season, and to be fair, you could have one heck of a Super Bowl party with that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.